Hello and welcome to Lesbianics, the podcast. This is a show discussing the lives of queer, trans, and non-binary folks of color and life beyond our labels. I'm your host, Javon Crumby. This is The Highlight, a segment where I highlight queer and trans people of color who are doing amazing things for our community. This week, I want to highlight Liz McLean. Liz is a Los Angeles-based yoga instructor and creator of an athleisure brand called Stay Light with Liz. And right now, during this COVID-19 pandemic, she's offering online yoga classes on Zoom called Light Rise with Liz for just $5 on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 4 p.m. Pacific time. And you can join from anywhere in the world. So if you're interested, go ahead and sign up at everybodylosangeles.com. That's everybodylosangeles.com. Also, right now, Liz is making face masks to help protect against the spread of COVID-19. She has dozens of beautiful prints to choose from for a custom mask that is washable. And to order your mask and support a queer-owned business, go ahead and head over to Liz's Instagram at staylightwithliz. That's stay, L-I-G-H-T, with Liz. We're going to get into an interview I did with an artist, Priscilla Quiroz, creatively known as Gold Hughes. We discussed life during lockdown amidst the COVID-19 pandemic, how it's impacted her passion for art, and staying sane while being quarantined with her partner. She definitely gave me a positive outlook on this pandemic with this interview. So without further ado, here's Gold Hughes. My name's Priscilla Quiroz, government name, but um, my art name is Gold Hughes. That's kind of like what I prefer to go by with my creative work, just because I think that there's something beautiful in being able to choose your own name. So yeah, I'm an artist originally out of Southeast LA. I moved to Tennessee to live with my partner, basically, but mm-hmm. yeah, I dropped out of college and when I dropped out of college I decided I just kind of wanted to like have a fresh start and um it's worked out so far okay cool so obviously right now we're going through coronavirus COVID-19 and I just kind of want to document this time because I know for sure that future generations are going to be learning about this in school yeah um but yeah I just kind of want to document it and you know see how other people are coping and dealing with it right now But first, I want to know, like, what did a typical day look like for you before the pandemic? Like, what was, like, your day-to-day? Honestly, I feel like it was a boring, like, lifestyle, um, or very normalized anyway. So when I got up in the morning, I would just, you know, have coffee, breakfast, get ready for the day, and then go to the gym. I know I like to spend, like, between one and two hours at the gym, so I kind of would try to get in there early. And then when I get home, shower, get ready for the day, of course, and then... I take care of like household stuff, you know, like dishes, laundry, taking care of your dogs, like everything that needs to be done in the house. I would try to do what I can then. And then a little bit later, just go to work, which would take up like my entire afternoon. And then by the time I get home, it's like around maybe 11 p.m. or midnight, depends on the day. And that was my routine. I see. And what, what do you do for work? I am a cook. So I am an artist, of course, but there was a point where I realized that I wanted more balance, like I wanted more income than what was coming in through my artwork. So I decided to get a day job. And the only work experience that I've had before was in restaurants. And so I decided to go into like elevated casual dining experience. I got a job at a restaurant in a affluent part of town in downtown and yeah I've been cooking there for about a year now. How's your work been affected by the pandemic? Are you do you still have a job or 
Yeah, no, I do not still have a job, unfortunately. Um, I got laid off last week, which I wasn't totally like blindsided by. But, you know, there were people talking about how this was going to happen. And most of us didn't really take it seriously. We honestly were going day to day, like going back to work. And we're just like, yeah, this is going to blow over. This is not really happening. Yeah. Um, And I went to work one day and then the next day I got the letter that every one of my other co-workers got and it was letting us know that we were getting laid off they of course did let us know that once everything goes back to normal whatever that means we would be rehired um okay but at this point it kind of personal i haven't talked to anyone else yet but you know to me it looks like I don't really know when that would be. That could a lot of people speculate about April 1st. Then there's people thinking it'll be May 1st and June 1st. So we don't really know. We haven't gotten a lot of communication beyond that. Uh We were just advised to apply for unemployment benefits from the government immediately. And yeah, just keep hope is what basically we've been told. Oh, I'm sorry to hear you lost your job. Yeah, I'm a cashier at a grocery store and I do still have my job, but it's really hard helping customers that have recently lost their jobs and just hearing their stories. You know, it's it's a really rough time right now. And I just saw on the news where unemployment's at an all-time high. So it's really uncertain for a lot of people. So I'm sorry that, you know, you've been directly impacted by that. I appreciate that. I just feel like we'll be fine, though. I appreciate people like you who are still daily have to go to work and take care of the rest of our needs like you know I'm going to the grocery store one or two times a week still like every time we run out of something Mm -hmm. and I can't help but think about the hundreds of people that grocery store workers or pharmacy workers or anything else these people are like coming in contact with you guys every single day and you don't know you know who might put your health at risk and stuff like that so I really appreciate everyone who's still working right now yeah thank you yeah it is it is kind of scary coming to work I'm not gonna lie but you know we're taking the precautions that we can we're limiting how many people can come in the store at a time and we're setting up like little tape markers for the lines so people can maintain six feet Um, but yeah it is it is kind of trippy right now for everybody Now, uh, some states in the U.S., they have like their citizens on mandatory shelter in place. Um, Not every not every state is mandatory, though. Is Nashville, is that is that mandatory shelter in place or how is that working? Nashville has a couple of like different sections into it. Um, I'm in kind of like the main Nashville section, which would be Davidson County. And that's what I've kind of paid attention to Mm -hmm. um they did issue a shutdown of all non-essential businesses so like pharmacies grocery stores liquor stores and gas stations and things like that are the only things open right now i follow a lot of tattoo shops around here and i know that all of them are shut down for business so anything that's not like the type of business that i just named they everyone's like just on lockdown we're all in our houses I know you mentioned earlier that part of your daily routine was going to the gym. You spend like one to two hours there. Well, now that the gyms are closed, has your workout routine changed at all? Honestly, it's been non-existent because I've always been a person that just doesn't like to work out at home. Um, I I see my home as kind of like the place where I can like relax. I, I have a separate room where I have my studio set up, so... You know, I like to think, keep things separate in my life. I don't like to, like, 
work out and I feel like my home is like my place to rest at. So since I've been here all the time, I don't feel the urge to get up and like, you know, start doing squats, start doing jumping jacks or anything like that. Yeah. But I did start feeling a little bit stir crazy recently. So a couple of days ago, I was like, I can't just not move my body. So I've been starting to implement a little bit of like yoga or at least a few um, body weight exercises to just move my muscles. And yeah. I definitely feel a difference. But I feel like nothing compared to my weightlifting, which currently I don't have any weights at home that I can use. So I, I miss that. I miss being able to lift 30 to 50 pounds and just feel good about making sure that I move my body and feel strong every day. Yeah, I hear you on that. So what new, like, are there any new lifestyle habits that you've picked up since the pandemic? Like maybe things that you didn't do before that you do now or vice versa? Honestly, more than anything, I've been working on my art more because I know that from the moment that I wake up to the moment that I go to sleep, there's no obligation that I really have, honestly. I mean, of course, there's like household things to take care of. But it's just like I make up my day from whenever I'm conscious to whenever I'm not. So I've been working on my art so much more than I did when I was working full time. And it feels amazing. It feels like a blessing because this is something that I've like prayed for for a while. But now that it's actually in my lap, it's just kind of trippy. And I appreciate it. And I'm trying to like just stay grateful for the fact that I have like supplies and canvases and I have paint and I have things that I can create with. But I don't know. Part of me feels, I don't know if it's guilt or like just being nervous about like the fact that I have so much time to create this work. Yeah. Would you say that your art's changed at all since the pandemic? Like I know you said you have, you obviously have more time to work on it, but Mm -hmm. have changes in your arts, like any improvement, so to speak, or? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like while I was working, I was trying to mold my art into more of this like style where it's heavily focused on line work and gradients, which is like something that it's easy to tattoo because I ultimately am going to be a tattoo artist. So I feel like I was forcing myself to practice that so much. And since I've had all this free time, I decided, you know what, I don't care I'm just gonna make what I want because um you know I've had to like reflect a lot on what does my art even mean like what's the point of it and I decided that I just want to make things from the heart right now um you know things with art like it changes all the time so yeah currently I just want to make things from the heart which for me is always representing women of color and that's just so important to me because I feel like when I grew up that's kind of like it was scarce to see that you know um in imagery like barbie dolls that were around me were always like the blonde hair blue eyed white dolls that i got to play with and it wasn't glamorized you know to have like brown skin and dark hair and bigger lips or like curvier bodies so i really i really have been enjoying being able to look for models that are women of color that come in like different shapes and sizes and skin tones and getting back to painting them and like showing how pretty we can be you know 
Yeah, I love your work. You know, I have one of your first pieces that you sold yes, on. You do. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because every time people come in my place, they're like, oh, my God, that is so cute. Did you do that? I'm like, no, my girl Priscilla did that. You guys should check her out. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. I, yeah, I've always appreciated that you've supported my work from the start. And even when you started the blog, like when you gave me a chance to do comics on lesbianics, I know that <laughs> the quality of work, like I have such a negative view on it now, but no. if it wasn't for you giving me a chance to like explore that, I wouldn't know that like, I wouldn't know how I feel about the, that aspect of art. And, um, you know, I learned so much through the platform and that's why I feel personally connected to your platform and everything that you do with it because I feel like I know that you're doing it from the heart and I feel like it's so important because women like us you know women of color who are queer you're giving the space out for us to like look at and see ourselves and see ourselves um in a good light and represented well and like you know just enjoy that in either writing or poetry or art Thank you. I really appreciate that. Now, I know that you live with your you live with your partner. You mentioned that earlier. How have you two been keeping sane while quarantined together? Because I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> we have not. <laughs> um, no, actually, we luckily she still gets to work from home now. So she mm. definitely still has like a nine to five ish type of situation going on. So it's not like we're in each other's faces all the time. Oh, um, good. And on top of that, we just have separate hobbies and routines. Like, I like to hold myself up and paint for hours and just listen to music and watch Netflix shows. And she will go off and do her own thing and, like, play her games or watch her own shows or, like, play with the dogs and clean up and stuff. She's kind of, like, OCD, so she loves just cleaning up downstairs and like cleaning up in the room okay so we're not necessarily together all the time yeah um, but yeah we've been catching up on shows and movies together for sure there you go <laughs> so do you have any tips for couples that live together that are kind of finding it hard to be quarantined um <laughs> I think the first thing and only thing that comes to mind is like genuinely like each other <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if you don't genuinely like the person that you live with, like once you find a time where you have to be in each other's faces a lot, you can kind of like, I don't know, see whether or not you can or cannot stand them. Um, I've had conversations like this with other people with about their partners and stuff like that. And I'm just like, honestly, if you don't genuinely like just like this person, you don't like being around them, like, there's your answer um yeah it's kind of difficult and blunt to say it like that but that's what it is because you know with my partner I we disagree on like 80 percent of things <laughs> but we just like fuck with each other at the end of the day like enough to get over it and just be cool with each other I would imagine it's the same, like, even if you have roommates, like, the people that you choose to be roommates with, at a certain point, you kind of figure out, like, hey, if I don't really like this person, like, this is really difficult for me to live with, you know what I mean? Yeah, girl, that, I, I learned very quickly, okay, girl, you need to live by yourself, so I'm <laughs> definitely enjoying my solitude. <laughs> hey, I'm here for your independence. <laughs> 
So, okay, a lot of people, they've been reflecting on their lives uh, while they have this downtime. What's been on your mind? Like, what what are some maybe, like, revelations that you've had during this time? Um, so, again, my art is such a big part of my life. So I've really been thinking about, like, what does my artwork say? Um, how vulnerable do I want to be? Because I feel like there's a lot of me that I haven't allowed to be vulnerable, and there's a lot of me that I could put into my artwork that I haven't yet and I'm working on how do I want to express that so there's that and then there's also like the aspect of showing love because I'm kind of like I'm a Taurus (laughs) I'm okay with being isolated by nature you know I can go a while without talking to people yes um I can be pretty closed off and I'm okay with that personally but I've also been thinking about like how maybe that's not the best way to approach other people because what if like in a you know 50 years I start thinking to myself wow I wish I would have showed that person how much I love them or I wish I would have like let that person know how instrumental their work was to you know influencing what I was doing or showing so and so how great they were because maybe they needed to that boost you know Every creative always kind of like, whether we say it or not, we always do benefit a lot from someone like reassuring you and telling you like, hey, what you're doing is really important and really dope and I appreciate it and I'm rooting for you. So I think about like the relationships in where I haven't said stuff like that and I probably should. Mm. Um, I'm also thinking about you know, being unapologetic and letting go of the need of acceptance because there are, like, key players in my life where I just, like, I wish so badly I had their acceptance and I don't necessarily have it. And I feel like, honestly, I'm not gonna have it until I reach, like, a certain point. And that's just out of my hands, you know? Like, I can't I can't force people to believe in me even though like I want so badly for them to do so. And I feel like that's something that I have to let go of. Um, So I'm thinking about stuff like that. That's some real shit right there, honestly. (laughs) What do you miss most about life before quarantine, this whole COVID-19 situation that you might've taken for granted before? Honestly, the gym, um, the gym was like a really important part of my routine and mental health because my lifestyle before it almost was as if I was quarantined because it's not like I go out regularly. I, I would only go to the gym and work. And, you know, work provided a certain amount of, like, socializing that I would do. And then the gym just kind of put you puts you in that right headspace for you to be like, okay, I'm okay. Like, I'm good. Life is good. Ready to take on the day. So I honestly just miss being able to work out. The way that I would prefer to. Um, Other than that, being at home is kind of like the same to me. Okay. So let's say Donald Trump gets on TV right now and he's like, all right, you guys, the pandemic's over. Everything's clear. No more quarantine. What are the first three things you're about to do? So first of all, I would not believe him because I've been watching (laughs) him. (laughs) And I've been watching what experts say. And I'm just like, he is just worried about us getting the economy back going, which I am too. But I'm like, bro, we're not going to subject ourselves to getting sick just 
you know, for the economy. But anyway, <laughs> I would love to hit the gym, get back to work. Because honestly, I do make miss making food for people, which sounds funny because, like, I didn't think I would ever say that. But, like, there is <laughs> a certain satisfaction that I get from making, like, a bomb-ass plate or a bomb-ass meal and just knowing that this is going to be great and it's going to make the person's night good. Like, when you go to a restaurant, you have a bomb-ass dinner and you enjoy the company of your friends and just, like have that time to bond with them and I know that I can like at least be part of that by providing like a dope meal I don't know I like that like I take pride in making good food and that's probably like the domesticated side of me but I do miss that so hitting the gym getting back to work and then I'm really like looking forward to doing creative work with the people that I've met out here so far it hasn't been many but there's at least two people that I would love to create with and I just haven't gotten the chance to do so. So I know that once this whole quarantine thing is over, we can start like putting our ideas into place. I like that. I'm rooting for you. Yeah, go out and create, girl, because your work is amazing. <laughs> Please. Thank you. The last question for you. How do you think the pandemic is going to impact the world once things are quote unquote back to normal? Like, how do you think people's how do you think society is going to move differently? Or do you think society will move differently? Yeah, for sure. I feel like maybe not everybody, but a lot of people, I think, will be more thoughtful, including myself. Like, um, I've been caught in this space where before I was working out here, I was unemployed and just 100% focused on art, which was okay. But being broke is not okay. And um then I got a job and it was great. Like, you know, making money is great. But then I lost sight of my art for a while. And um, now that I'm back in this space where I'm back all in on my art, but I still have to think about like, you know, being financially stable. Um, I feel like I'm going to move a lot more thoughtfully throughout the world. And I think others will too. I feel like given this break that we're going to have for either a couple weeks or months, who knows? I think everyone's going to come out of this thinking more, thinking more about like life and deciding like, is a lifestyle where I just work and make money and pay bills? Is that like what I want to do? Or do I want to focus on other things? I would hope that it's the latter or that we can like get to a place where our work is fulfilling you know that's kind of where I want to be at so yeah I would hope that everyone's just more thoughtful about like their impact on the world and deciding for themselves that you know I don't want to just be a worker for someone else's company until I die maybe like people decide to put more work in on their dreams than they have been in the past facts I love that I'm I'm on the same wave as you honestly because you know, even though I'm still working, it's got me thinking about like, do I really want to just, like you said, just work for some company and die? Yeah. Like I want more, you know, more meaning in life and I want to travel and you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, it's putting a lot in perspective. Absolutely. All right, Priscilla, well, where can people follow you on social media? Um, so I think I'm probably most active on Instagram underscore gold hues. I do some YouTube stuff every here and there, but I have not been active on there. Um, so for any updates, I would say go to my Instagram and you can like see what I'm 
up to. Nice. Are we going to open up this Etsy shop again? Or I was thinking of a website, but with everything that's going on, I feel like I want to backtrack and just have people like probably DM me would be best. And we can just work out like a situation where I mail something directly because, um, you know, Etsy likes to take their cut and oh, yeah. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not all the way here for that. So I would rather people DM me, actually. I'm about to open up my commissions again, which have been closed for a minute. But yeah, I'm here for the commissions. I'm here for y'all buying prints, if that's what you're into. Um, I want to make some stickers soon. So everything's a work in progress, but we're getting to it. And anything I do, of course, will be announced on Instagram. Perfect. I love it. You already know I'm on the lookout for the new prints, so I will get my hands on those ASAP. I appreciate (laughs) you. Thank you. We're going to get into the hot button issue where I pose a question and I read your responses in the following episode. On Instagram, I wanted to check in on all of you to see how you're coping with life during this pandemic. I started by taking a poll asking how you all were coping during the quarantine, and I'm happy to say that 61% of you voted that you're coping okay, while 39% of you voted for this ain't it. (laughs) And I then asked what you guys are all doing to keep yourself going. And at lightbright underscore five said taking walks and FaceTime parties. At shack304 said lots of video calls and only 30 minutes maximum of live news to reduce anxiety. And at It's so Linthea said simply workouts. I also asked what differences you want to see in the world when this is all over. And at once upon a Sophie said more compassion and accessibility for people with disabilities and health issues. At embroidery thread said end of capitalism and exploitation. And fallen angel Brie humorously said toilet paper. (laughs) So yeah, for everyone that's feeling whatever it is that you feel, just know that you aren't alone and your thoughts are valid. I mean, this is new territory for all of us, but we're going to come out of this as stronger people. So look forward to the growth that's around the corner for you. We're going to be fine. I'll be posting the next hot button issue on Instagram, so be on the lookout for that. And be sure to follow Lesbionics blog and share your thoughts. All right, that's going to wrap up this episode. I want to give a special thank you to Priscilla, a.k.a. Gold Hughes, for talking with me. And again, if you want to support her work, follow her on Instagram at underscore Gold Hughes. That's underscore Gold H-U-E-S. Also, to stay up on all things Lesbionics, follow on Instagram at Lesbionics Blog. That's L-E-S-B-I-O-N-Y-X Blog. And if you'd like to further support this podcast, be sure to share these episodes. You can also make a monetary donation to our cash app at Lesbionics. Thanks again for listening to Lesbionics, the podcast. I'm your host, Javon Crumby. Stay inside if you can. Wash your hands. Thank your essential workers. And I'll talk to you next time.